Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. We have two guests today. They are the co-founders of Harlow, Andrea and Samantha, and we worked together in the like middle of 2022 for a little while, which was mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, and I'm so excited to have them on. So welcome, ladies, to the podcast. Thanks Thank for you. having us. This is actually our second time recording mm-hmm. with you. So thank you for having us back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, they were, if you haven't listened to my other podcast, Thrive Through Marketing, it's all about marketing specifically for mental wellness brands and businesses. If that's you, go check it out. I don't remember their episode number, but there's only like 10, so you'll find it pretty easily. Um, but let's jump in. And I want both of you to give us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. So um, why don't we start with you, Samantha? Sure. Yeah. So I have um, a background in marketing. So Andrea and I actually met about nine years ago now at a company called Campaign Monitor. Um, Andrea was actually the CMO there and I ran marketing for the self-service business. So a deep background in demand gen marketing, um, specifically in tech and software. And when Andrea and I left Campaign Monitor, we actually went out and founded a boutique consulting firm which is really just kind of our fancy way of saying that we were freelancing, but we were freelancing together. So we ran um, Interimly, which was our boutique consulting firm for about three or four years. So we were freelancing, working with early stage startups, um, helping a lot of technology companies grow from kind of like that very beginning stages, you know, right when you get funding to that next stage. So really helping marketing teams take off, grow, figure out their systems, all of that. And that actually led us into creating Harlow. So we were freelancing. We were helping early stage companies. We were understanding all of these pain points that freelancers were experiencing. And we decided that we wanted to create a solution for the freelancer to help them with all of these pain points and kind of deliver the solution to you know the people around us in our community. So we've been building Harlow now for maybe two years. We actually, mm-hmm. so we, we launched product just back in, April of 2022. So that's where we are now. And, you know, community and networking and, you know, just like relationship building is really at the core of how we are building Harlow. Yeah, Yeah. I love that about you. That's what we talked about in our um, Thrive Through Marketing episode that you ladies both really, really walk the walk and talk the talk in terms of building relationships and building community and really giving as much as you receive in that space. Um, Andrea, I feel like Samantha sort of gave a good intro for you. Totally. Well. Do you want to share a little <laughs> bit more? 
Um, and just like Samantha, I mean, my background is in marketing. Um, I'm definitely a serial entrepreneur. Um, I've been a freelancer multiple times in my career. Uh, three different times I went into freelancing. And um, the last time was Samantha. And I've started uh, multiple software companies also. And so just building relationships is key to building a business. So this is a, this is a topic that's near and dear to both of us. Yeah. And I, I really like this idea of thinking about relationship building in comparison to networking. And I'm putting like networking quote unquote, because I think when you go into business, so many people, experts, articles will tell you networking is so key to running your business, especially as a new entrepreneur. But I think we think of networking as like going and meeting people and maybe finding clients, right? Mm -hmm. But we want to take to get the most out of that, you want to take it deeper. And so I want to chat about the idea of shifting our mindset to relationship building. So yes, maybe being in a networking space or networking on LinkedIn, but let's shift our mindset. So talk to me a little bit about... um what this means to you, this idea of relationship building as specifically as an entrepreneur? Yeah. So for me, when I think about networking, for some reason, my mindset is it's all about me, right? I'm going to this event. What can I get? What do I need? Versus the mindset of relationship building is also what can I give? Mm. You know, how can I help? And one of the things that, I mean, I've found throughout my career, especially like starting freelance businesses from scratch and software companies from scratch is it's often once you have, you can't receive until you've given, (laughs) you know, so, so, um, that act of giving is, will actually come back to you tenfold in the future. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I think the word networking has a negative connotation because it used to be like, let's throw a bunch of salespeople into a networking event and have mm-hmm. them talk to each other and sell each other and talk about you know business and what they're doing. And everyone was like, ah, that's really scary. We don't like networking at conferences and sales events, these other things, right? But if you just take it back a step, like Andrea said, and you think about, okay, what are you actually trying to accomplish or give or get out of these situations? It's more, I don't know if strategic is the right word, but it's not just like, you know, throwing yourself into a room of people and just being like, Hey, do you have what I'm looking for? Do you have what I'm looking for? You know, it takes a lot of, um, takes a lot of like research and understanding and listening to actually build those relationships. It's not just throwing yourself into a room of people and seeing what happens. And so I think, I think relationship building is just, it, it takes more time and energy and thought, but also what you're getting out of it is so much more valuable. Right. It's less transactional. You know, yes, I think of exactly. networking as a much more transactional, like, okay, what can you do for me? You got a deal? You got exactly. a client? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I feel like it's more like what I what I thought of when you were saying that, Samantha, was like, it's more human to human. Mm-hmm. Right? Like we're just walking into a room to say like, hey, this is who I am. What do you do? Versus like, I used to hate networking too because I'd feel like so like stressed out and nervous because I'm like trying to make a good impression and trying to make sure I say the right thing and ask yeah. me, give them the right thing. And it's just like, I'm, I feel like I see this more as like, hi, I'm a human and I also run a business. 
and you're a human and like, let's just like connect on that human level. Yes. Yes. It's almost like networking almost used to feel a little bit competitive. Right. Mm -hmm. I I remember like being at a conference in like maybe, you know, my early twenties where I was just starting out in my career and networking was really scary because I was always like, well, I don't have anything to offer here. And, you know, I'm a marketing manager. What do I have to offer? What am I going to say at this networking event? What is it, you know, but if you're going to, if you go into it saying, I'm going to just build relationships and see where those go and see like all the really interesting, cool humans that are here and start with that mindset, you know, like it's not, Hey, this is an event and I have to talk myself up and I have to go in here like guns blazing. I have to, you know, it's like, no, just go into a room and go into a room, humble, have conversations, be authentic and see what comes from that. I think much more interesting things happen then too. Mm. Right. Because you open yourself up to, like you were saying, Samantha, those authentic connections that then can grow organically rather Mm -hmm. than being like more rigid about what it is that you're looking for. Yeah. I think, you know, even today, obviously, well, not obviously, but I don't do a ton of networking in person. Um, I, (laughs) I I live in uh, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, and we don't have a big tech scene. There's not a lot of people here who are you know, specifically either in my industry, I don't know a ton of freelancers in this area. Um, but I do a lot of networking and relationship building online, though, like specifically through social media and other outlets. And some of the best connections that I've made is literally just, you know, tweeting back and forth at somebody, somebody coming into, you know, my DMs or their DMs and saying like, Hey, I just love what you're creating. I think it's really cool. I've been following you. Like, here's a compliment let's stay in touch. And those are always the the conversations or the relationships that actually build into something meaningful. And then, it, you know, you're really, you're really building that authentic connection that makes somebody want to help you. And it makes you want to help somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Andrea, how many times have we been like, hey, this person's showing up and they're just really cool. And we love what they're doing. Let's figure out a way to work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if it's something as small as like, let's feature them in our newsletter. Let's promote them on social, right? Something that's small for, you know, it's not hard work for us, but it's meaningful. It's Mm -hmm. meaningful. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about, because like you said, Samantha, a lot of people aren't doing in-person networking events. Even still, a lot of organizations just haven't picked them back up. People have gotten used to virtual Talk to me about how to connect in this way and build relationships in this way in a digital space. That can feel in many ways even harder than being in a face-to-face space. Yeah, I hear you. I think part of that is that creating online is hard and it's nerve-wracking for a lot of people. You know, going on Twitter or LinkedIn and putting something out there for the world to respond to can be really difficult. Um, I know. Andrea. It's not me. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> Andrea feels this very, very deeply. Yeah. Um, but outside of just social media, there are a lot of places where you can go to build community. There are Slack groups, um, a couple of places that we really love. We really love a tool called Groove. It's actually like an accountability session. So you go in for these 50-minute grooves. You meet other people who are either solopreneurs or small business owners or creators. You talk about your goals and what you're trying to accomplish. You go into this groove. You work for like 50 minutes. You come out of it, have a conversation. I you I have talked to so many people who have been in grooves and made amazing connections that they now either work with or they send business back and forth. And it's you know going into something as small as that where you're just... It's four people. It's low pressure. 
you're doing work most of the time. You're not looking at each other and having to have conversation, but you can still build a relationship that way. You know, um, own trail is another. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That another one that's great. Yeah. And you can go in, it's called, um, own trail. So you basically, you go in, you build out your like nonlinear career profile, right? You kind of bring someone to through what your journey has looked like so far and you can connect with people that have similar journeys or that have, you know, journeys that you're interested in. And it's a really easy, you know, low pressure space to connect with other people. So there are ways if you are not a creator and building a personal brand on Twitter or LinkedIn or Instagram to go out and build those relationships. I yeah. love, love, love that point because I do think we automatically think of Instagram or LinkedIn and this place where you also feel like you have to build relationships through posting or something, you know what I mean? Versus just like having, putting yourself in situations where you're just having these authentic conversations with other people who you probably would have never crossed path with, paths with before. So I Absolutely. love that recommendation. And yeah. that's not to say that, I mean, I do a lot of my relationship building on social platforms mm-hmm. because I do put myself out there and I'm very active. So, I mean, if, if you're willing to do that, wonderful. That is a great place to connect. But, you know, it's not just extroverts who can be good at relationship building and building community. Introverts, there's there's tools out there mm-hmm. where, you know, if you're not comfortable, you can still go out and build community because everyone needs community. Whether you're introverted, yeah. extroverted, a creator or not a creator, there are still people out there that you can find to build those meaningful relationships with. Yeah. Yeah, And I mean, a lot of like a lot of really great connections for me, both personal and professional have come from introductions through other people. Mm -hmm. So if you have somebody in your network that you really respect that you've worked with in the past, you know, it doesn't hurt to ask them, Hey, do you, do you know anybody in this field or that has this, this particular interest that it would be worth, you know, chatting with? And that's a great way to connect with people in a low, a low pressure environment, you know, a virtual 15 minute coffee date just to learn about each other, see if there's a connection there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we, we see that a lot now, right? Somebody's Mm -hmm. like, you know, we meet like the, you know, co-founders of own trail and they're like, Hey, here's actually this really cool adjacent company that I think you guys would really jive with. You should connect with them. You know, it just, and that's, again, that's like the that's the organicness that comes from relationship building is that once you build those relationships, they lead to other relationships and other connections, as long as you're doing it in an authentic way. Yeah. And that's also coming back to being a business owner and the bottom line of growing your business. That's how you do it too. You know, these making these authentic connections that lead to the other, you never know what an opportunity is going to arise. Or even like Andrea was saying earlier, how if someone's really connected and, you know, maybe they're talking about Harlow a lot, like you want to find a way to feature them because they're being very genuine mm-hmm. and just enjoying connecting with you. And so I think that we have, we so often go into that traditional networking with like this idea of what we want to get. And I think if we remove those expectations of what we think we, sh- we should want or need or could get from them and just be open to whatever opportunities present themselves, I think we'd be surprised at just showing up authentically and as ourselves, what can come of that. Yeah, absolutely. I always tell people, especially when they're first starting out, if they're freelancing or building a business, I'm like, Hey, relationship building and networking 
is the long game. You should not go into it with any short-term expectations that you're going to get anything out of this. It's about building up the community, building up the amount of people that you know, talking to people, you know, getting connections through people, but it takes a long time. You're not going to start freelancing and have a community that you can rely on and, you know, on day five, you know, it's months and months and months of relationship building when you enter an industry before it starts to become like a really powerful tool. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little bit about, I think a lot of people, especially new entrepreneurs, feel like they don't have much to give. And, you know, you hear a lot, it's very important to be able to give if you also expect to get. What, how can they approach building these relationships and sort of offering something in return for people that might be able to support them? What are your thoughts on that? Everybody has something to give. You're already giving your time. Mm. You have your perspective to give, Mm -hmm. your connections to give. It doesn't have to be something, like I was saying earlier, it doesn't have to be something like huge and big. It can be small. It can be, oh, you know, recommendation. Go look at this company. Go connect with this person. Um, I don't, I don't think it has to be this huge gift. Mm -hmm. Uh, The small things are what matter. I completely agree. Like even making somebody feel seen and heard is giving, right? Like listening to somebody is giving, giving somebody, you know, even a tiny bit of feedback that they might use, might not use that's giving, right? But it's more about I think it's being it's, present, right? It's, be, it's being present. Yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And how has relationship building impacted Harlow? Because I think it's had a significant impact on the business and sort of like the organic virality that you've experienced um, so early on in the start of the business. Absolutely. You know, when we when we set out to create Harlow, we knew community and relationship building was going to be at the core of what we were doing. And the reason for that is because we built Harlow with the goal to help freelancers, right? We want to help freelancers from A to Z. We want to help them run and grow their business, but that's more than just providing a product to them, right? Freelancers need so much more than that. Yes, they need somewhere to run their business, but they also need support. They also need people to advocate for them. They also need people to magnify their voices, you know, all of these things. And so when we first started out, Andrea and I are like, we are not asking anybody for anything, but what we're going to go out and do is we are going to start advocating for freelancers, magnifying their voices, sharing their stories, featuring their advice, feedback, et cetera. And we are going to just approach it by just purely giving. And that's what we did. We had a really long time of purely giving before we asked for anything in return from anybody, you know, and then when we got to the point where we were actually ready to launch product and launch our beta, you know, we reached out to all these freelancers that we had given to, that we had featured, that we had shared their story, that that we had connected them with clients, whatever it was. And we said, Hey, who wants to join us? And, you know, that was a really powerful moment moment where we had a hundred people raise their hand and say, we want to join. We believe in what you guys are building. We believe in the reasons why you're building it. We think that you guys can actually help. And that was a really, that was a really cool moment for me, but it took a lot of giving and relationship building to get to that point. Yep. And one of the benefits of this is that it has 
we've met so many interesting people. I mean, so many fascinating people that hopefully we've been able to help them. They've definitely helped us, but they've also connected us to their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, we've been invited on podcasts. I mean, that's how we met you, right? It's kind of the power of this community and connection. Um, and so that's been, that has been really cool is that like Smith said earlier, she's really active on social media. So she has more of those connections, but even I have been able to benefit from this community, introducing us to other people and helping to make those other connections. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to ask something that I just thought of as Samantha was saying. So we gave, we gave, we gave, and then we had an ask. And I think a lot of people are scared to ask. For something that they- <laughs> I'm always scared to ask. Samantha's yeah. not. <laughs> Talk to me about how someone listening is like, I don't even want to ask my community. I'm too nervous that no one's going to respond or they're going to say no or that it's too much. But I think I think the trick is that if you know that you're giving, then you can ask. I think sometimes people might be afraid to ask if they are not giving enough to feel like it should be reciprocated. But I think. I think the way that Andrea and I approached it, we we said, we're just going to give, 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 then ask, give, 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 then ask. Like we always say, give more than you want to get in return. And then the ask should be easier, right? If I, you know, if I feature you in five different social posts and a couple of articles and I'm promoting you and supporting you, and then I ask you to, you know, connect us to a freelance pal, like usually the answer is yes, right? I think I think also at people's core, people want to help. Mm-hmm. I've I've found that to be true. I think there's rarely an ask that I make of somebody who I have a relationship with where they say no. Mm-hmm. And also vice versa, right? I'm when somebody asks me for something, I want to give that, but it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. And you have well, to say, I, go ahead. Sorry, Samantha, I didn't mean mm-hmm. to interrupt. I think there's also a mindset shift around like when you make the ask you have to realize that other people have a bunch of other stuff going on in their lives Mm -hmm. and you are not necessarily their number one priority. So if you get a no, or if somebody doesn't respond, just try really hard not to take that personally, because most likely it's not about you. Right. Right. Um, Yes. And that's something that I really had to work on, like, especially when we were fundraising, because we were asking a different segment of our community, Mm -hmm. you know, to to meet with us, to talk to us, to consider helping us build, build Harlow and, and fund that, that early stage development. Um, and it was just something we really had to remind ourselves of is, is uh, it's okay. If they say no, it's okay. If they don't get back to us, it's not a reflection of who we are at all. People are just busy. They have their own stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yes. And someone saying no to your ask doesn't mean that you don't have a relationship with them and doesn't mean that you cannot continue building that relationship, right? So if it's if it's the wrong time for them to be able to support you in that way, that's okay. That doesn't mean that you also can't make an ask again later. It's just, hey, this is the wrong time. I'm going to keep you in my back pocket. Let's stay in touch. You know, there've been there've been a number of companies that we've been introduced to that are like, hey, we want to do partnerships, for example. Like, we want to do a partnership with you guys. You guys are really rad. We really like each other. We follow each other on social media. You know, we've done favors back and forth. And sometimes I have to say, hey, I'm I have limited bandwidth and we have some other partnerships going on, some other things going on. And I can't do that right now. That doesn't mean that I don't want 
to do it. And it doesn't mean that I don't think what you guys are doing is really cool. It doesn't mean that I don't think our audience would find value, just limited resources and limited time. So I think I, I love that you said that, Andrea, that like a no is not the end of a relationship. Right. So don't be afraid of it. Right. And I want to finish up the conversation here. I want to know, give us some ideas of what are some ways to give? Because I feel like we're talking a lot about giving a lot. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? I have some ideas in my mind, but I know you both have a lot of suggestions. So what are some ways that listeners might be able to give to their community before they're asking for anything? Well, I think it depends what type of community you're building, mm-hmm. right? Um, I would Oops. say, you know, in maybe like the freelance space specifically, you know, if some, like you can give in such little ways, like if somebody posts that they're open to work, reshare that person's posts, right? Send it to your friends, retweet it. Something as small as that is a way to give, mm-hmm. right? Or reaching out to somebody and saying, Hey, I see that you're, you're open to work. Can you give me more details on what you're looking for? I'm going to keep you in my back pocket. Even if you don't have someone to connect them to, like you're still expressing an interest in their needs, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm sure there are a lot of other ways. Those obviously, those come to my mind because I'm very active on social and I know that you yes. can give in such little fast ways, right? And you don't have to have like, you don't have to have a big following or a massive community to do that and give. Like every person that you're helping someone get in front of is meaningful. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that, Samantha, those tiny little things. Like for us, when our friends like all of our social posts about Harlow, that is them giving. Yeah, when, absolutely. When somebody takes the time to like respond to one of our newsletters, even if it's a small, loved this, thank you. Just telling us that they're there, mm-hmm. you know, that support, these small little things actually mean a lot and they're really easy. Yeah. I love that. That's like, there's always every year around the holidays, I feel like there's the social media post that's like five ways to support your small business friends without spending any money. And it's like, engage with their content. Like mm-hmm. I'm thinking too, like in like a Slack channel, if you're a part of a community there, like if someone asks a question, take one minute or two minutes to answer that question. If you have an answer, you know what I mean? Like just be active in that space and just giving by sharing your two cents in two minutes is something yes. supportive. Yeah. yeah. And you, you can build habits around that easily, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, since, since I've become very active on social media and practice a lot of community building there, you know, I, every single day I take 30 minutes and I go through and I like other people's things and I share other people's things and I respond to other people's things. And I let them know that what they are doing is meaningful and impactful. I, you know, I clap for people, I heart things and 30 minutes a day is meaningful. And I think most of us can find 15, 20, 30 minutes a day to give back, even if it's in small ways. Yeah. I always encourage my clients to like, think about like drinking your coffee or having tea at 3 PM and you're just taking a little bit of a brain break. Like or pumping your gas or standing in line at the grocery store like these not that we need to be filling every single moment because we shouldn't but if you have one of those moments throughout the day that you can take to just yeah engage connect like it's just as simple as that just connect that's giving connecting yes. cheering someone on i think we think of giving as like having to introduce you to someone or supporting your business in some way and it's like we just want to know that we're seen and heard that that's giving yep be present Yeah. 
Well, I love everything that you shared here. I feel like this is actually not really something I've thought a lot about, but now that we've talked through it, I'm like, I feel like this is a really important differentiation for all of us. So thank you for sharing. Before we shift gears, I want both of you to share one last gem if listeners leave with nothing but this. Let's start with you, Samantha. What would it be? I I feel like we've we've shared a lot of things. I'm like, I'm trying I'm trying to pinpoint what is what is the exact one? Um I think it would just, I know that we've talked about this a lot, but I think it would just be that like contributing in small ways Mm. is still super meaningful. And again, you don't have to have a big social following. You don't have to be an extrovert. You don't have to have 500 friends to give back in a meaningful way. Every person that you can put another person in front of matters and is meaningful. So don't ever approach relationship building and community building like you have nothing to give. And that it's only for extroverts or, you know, whatever. Small things can be super, super meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. And and sometimes it's those little things that matter the most. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't really think I have anything else to add. I love the note that we ended on. Just this like, you know, give yourself yourself the task to do one small thing every day for somebody. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's easy. And I bet it'll make you feel really good. Yeah. Yeah. Bonus. You'll feel amazing. Mm -hmm. That's great. I love that. Um, so let's shift gears. I actually forgot to tell you two that I'm going to ask you this, but it's pretty easy. <laughs> I ask at the end of every podcast and I usually cue you up before we start recording and I forgot because we were just chatting. Um, I want to know what you're both getting intentional about right now. So Andrea, we'll start with you and, and it could be really small too. Um, you know, it's not like writing my first book. It could be. Oh small. no, I am, um, getting intentional about very tiny moments of self-care in my Mm. life, like small little things, silly things, like making sure I wash my face before I go to bed. (laughs) Um, taking, taking a few minutes to like breathe deeply before I start my work today, just these tiny micro micro moments of self-care because big things right now are a little bit overwhelming to me. So I'm trying to focus on the little things. Such a good idea for listeners. I feel like that's such an easy thing to bring into your day that makes, has such a huge impact. Yep. Amazing. I love that. Samantha, what are you getting intentional about? You know, I've been talking a lot lately about the concept of romanticizing life and Mm -hmm. everyday moments. And I think I'm trying to be very intentional about that right now. You know, even if I'm just looking out the window and the snow is falling, like just trying to kind of immerse myself in the beauty and meaning of small little moments throughout the day, I think we can get stuck in really tedious routines and it impacts our mood and really just taking more time to look around, appreciate the smallest things and really just keeping myself in that mindset that there are so many beautiful moments in every single day. I love that we're so aligned, Samantha. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah, I know. Not surprising, actually. (laughs) That's wonderful. What a great reminder for all of us. I love that so much. Well, thank you ladies for being here, for sharing your insights again with me and my community. Um, Where can listeners connect with you outside of the podcast? So I know I've mentioned this multiple times. I'm very active on social media. So you can find me personally. I'm at Samantha Anderl on 
basically all social media platforms. So Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, et cetera. Um, and you can also follow Harlow. So Harlow is at meet Harlow on all of the same platforms. And, you know, myself, Harlow, we talk about balance. We talk about shifting your mindset. We talk about giving yourself grace, you know, boundaries, all of these things really every single day. So we would love for you to follow us and for us to follow you back in return and continue building those relationships in that community. Yeah. yeah. If you want to connect with Andrea, you can just submit a support ticket. <laughs> exactly. I'll and she'll be waiting for you. <laughs> uh, no. Sometimes I tweet. Um, I'm at the littlest flea. And uh, I'm also not very active, but I do pay attention to LinkedIn. And I'm at Andrea Wiltz. Love it. I love it. Thank you again, and- ladies. I appreciate it. Andrea will see what you share with Harlow. And myself though. We also, because I'm so much more active on social media, I'm we make sure um me and my community manager Maddie that Andrea sees all the love and and that she feels it. They put it in Slack for me. (laughs) Perfect. I love that. All right, ladies. Well, thank you again for taking time to be here with us. We appreciate you. Yes, thank you you so much. This is great. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for tuning in. We'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.